0: at harrys.com slash rtg that's harrys.com slash rtg for a $3 trial set What's up everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show and this week it is episode 174 and we're talking about two of my favorite things. From my childhood. It's the little console that could. Which is the old school Game Boy. And the little blue bomber himself. Mega Man. And I guess we're actually talking about one of my favorite video games from my childhood as well, because it's Mega Man 5, Mega Man V for the Game Boy, not the NES one. Although I'm sure eventually we'll get to Mega Man 5 from the NES. It's funny because we're at 174 episodes, and I feel like you could probably, you could do 174 podcasts just about Mega Man. If you covered all the games and all the Robot Masters and stuff, the cartoon You could find a way to do 174 episodes about Mega Man. We'll get there eventually. But anyway, we're talking Mega Man 5 for the Game Boy this week. And listen, if you haven't played this game before, and you're sitting there thinking like Mega Man on the Game Boy, I don't know, uh, I don't blame you. I would probably feel the same way. Mega Man games are spectacular, but can a game as tough as Mega Man translate well onto a two-inch puke green type screen? Uh, and still work you, you wouldn't think so but but it does at least this one does. This is a really really good Mega Man game. Uh, my buddy Patrick returns to the podcast this week. He is a game boy junkie. I am a mega Man junkie and together we just created one hell of a pile of junk for this week's podcast and we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of piles of junk, it's time for yet another edition of the remember the game infamous intro. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. and consider this your warning, our intros are are kind of long, but they're they're not boring. They're fun. This is our intros are the breadsticks at Olive Garden before you get the pasta. Some would actually argue that the breadsticks are better than the pasta. I would. Uh, But we'll talk about that on my upcoming food podcast that I'll launch sometime in 2024. Uh, We have merchandise, all kinds of merch, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, tank tops, rocking badass art. All the art was drawn by my man, Joe. Check him out at 4545creative.com. And if you're interested in checking out our merchandise, you can find it at rememberthegamepodcast.com. It is a great way to support the show mm <laughs> Uh, and people have asked, not that it's any of your fucking business, but people have been like, yo, is, is Joe getting a kickback from this? Joe and I split everything. So you're not, even if you're like, Adam's a piece of shit, I don't want to support him. Joe doesn't deserve that. Joe's not a piece of shit. Buy a piece of clothing and support Joe. He's a nice guy. And just as a heads up, we are planning a Black Friday sale in just a couple of weeks, and we are going to be rolling out a brand new design to go with it. So keep an eye on all of that if you're interested. Uh, and of course, if you don't like clothes, you could always just support us over on Patreon. It's only it starts i should we have several tiers now we have all kinds of tiers it's but we started just 2 dollars us a month and if you give us that 2 dollars a month 50 cents a week you get two additional podcasts every single week you're going to get exclusive access to both my gaming discussion podcast expansion pass every thursday and my gaming news podcast every friday you're also going to get instant access to over 150 Previous bonus podcasts. On Game Patch every Friday, we look at all the biggest news in modern gaming. I add in my opinions and sprinkle some profanity on top. And then Expansion Pass every Thursday is a different show every week. Sometimes it'll be a ranking episode. Sometimes we look back at characters, consoles. We talk about stuff like video game rental stories or couch co-op memories. Sometimes I drop in game reviews. All kinds of fun stuff over there. Uh, This past week on Expansion Pass, we actually talked backlogs. And specifically those games that have just been on your backlog forever because we all have them every gamer has got games that have just sit on their backlog for years and years and it was actually a lot of fun and a little bit therapeutic it was really great i enjoyed the fuck out of that episode and as is becoming tradition here's a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion pass what game has been on your backlog forever <laughs> How many times have I brought it up around here? XCOM 2 has been on my radar forever. And it's fucking... I, I have it twice. Twice I've bought it. I bought it... I even... I, I fucking went against everything in my body and bought it off Steam for like five bucks and played it i played probably a good five or six hours of it on my pc and then just never went back and then i bought it on my xbox for like 15 bucks and played a good four or five hours and then i never went back and it's i will say i actually think i prefer playing it on pc and you may never hear me say those words again but it just is really nice to play with the mouse um i dude fuck i i really god fuck do i want to play xcom 2 and there's no reason not to Other than just time because I know it's a big game with a lot of time involved But every time I sit down to play it, I'm like this is fucking awesome This is what I want. This is what I've been looking for And then I just never seem to go back to it So now that's two tactical games on my backlog Final Fantasy Tactics and XCOM 2 And I really, really, really want to play both of them So that was last week's episode, and for this week, uh, it's Xbox's 20th birthday. I'm recording this a day early on Monday, November 15th. I usually record the intro on Tuesday. I'm recording this the evening of Monday, November 15th, and today is Xbox's 20th birthday. So I want to talk about Xbox on Expansion Pass this week, and more specifically, what we would change about them if you were in what would you do if you were in charge of xbox for a day what would you change we've already done episodes like this about nintendo and about playstation you can find those in the expansion pass archives and so this thursday we're gonna do xbox if you were calling the shots over there What would you change? So, again, two bucks is going to get you instant access to that episode, all of our old ones, plus new ones every week, plus you get access to our Discord, the chance to vote in our Patreon poll every month, the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts. You can DM with me. I check those every day. And you get a shout-out here on Remember the Game and get to hear me mispronounce your name, just like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest Patreons. And there's a lot of you this week. Zachary Coiner, Will Doe 19, DBXJ, Christopher Hughes, Ryan Shimmick, Amy Morgan, Big Daddy Dragon, Smash Bro 2013, Flabbergaster, Mikhail Kwamu, Jameer Williams, Jared Pierce, Steve Dalpk. I think I said that wrong, Steve. I apologize. I bent my Wookiee and Michael Ford. Thank you all so much. And welcome to Remember the Game Industries. You can find more information about supporting the show at patreon.com rememberthegame. And I know I do that plug every week. And I know maybe you're like, ah, I won't fucking care about your Patreon. That is the lifeblood of this podcast. And I'm incredible. I, I will lie to you. I'm not proud of much. I'm not a proud man. But the amount of value that we offer you for your $2 is fucking ridiculous. It's horrible business but i am never claimed to be a smart man i just spend all my time playing video games and swearing into microphones so consider checking that out patreon.com remember the game and don't forget next month i'll be doing my 24 hour marathon uh, charity stream to raise money for the Stollery children's hospital here in edmonton uh partnering with extra life and my girlfriend and i have agreed to donate 50 percent of my patreon for the month of december to the cause to the Stollery children's hospital so if you thought about checking out some of our extra podcasts, December is the fucking time to do it because you're also going to be thinking of the children. Won't somebody think of the children? Shout out to anyone that gets that reference. Anyway, I have other stuff I can blog. You can go to rememberthegamepodcast.com for my P.O. box. I'm on Twitch at Remember the Game, blah, 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 blah. But I've already blown myself enough. Let's blow some of you with our uh, opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our Patreons, usually gaming-related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. He blows alright, he blows big time. That's it, honey, get into the spirit. Let's blow and just like, man, we are getting so many comments now. I know I bring this up a lot, but I stress out almost every week because there's just way more great comments than I can read. So... It, please don't take it personally. If you write in multiple times and you don't get read, I try to rotate who gets read in on the show every week. And I do six or seven comments every week out of like 30 or 35. So thank you for not yelling me, uh, yelling at me, I should say. And uh, keep keep plugging. I try to get everyone on the show. So you'll get on here, I promise. Uh, last week, I mentioned that someone had wrote in a comment just full of giant words to fuck with me. And I forgot to read it. So here we are. Tatum Barnett. That Your name sounds like a law firm, Tatum. Tatum Barnett, wrote in and said, Salutations, Adam. I find it preposterous that you have the audacity to erase the post from last week without reading the excerpt that I left you. I'm utterly flabbergasted. Well, I do find it humorous that you wanted to, and I feel inundated that you felt the need to give me a shout-out anyway. What befuddled me is that I am the first person to ever do something like this. But if only to borrow the colloquialism fucking tatum call 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 equal france shadow tenement gets that reference i just wanted to state the following you bitch have a wonderful week and i'm always ecstatic for your new episodes keep doing good work Tatum, you fucking pretentious ass hat. That is the longest words I've I don't know what that word is. Cola, C O O or no, C O L L O Q U I A L I S M. That's made up. Uh, If you're newer to the podcast, sometimes I struggle with big words and it's not that I have a speech impediment or anything. I have no medical excuse. Uh, I'm just kind of slow. I'm just dumb. That's all it is. So thanks a lot, Tatum, for calling me out with your fucking Tatum Barnett. You play tennis and wear a sweater tied around your neck. No doubt about it. Thanks for writing in. Emily Luna wrote in and said, hey Adam, so I finally managed to get my hands on an Xbox Series S and no brainer, I got Game Pass and I am freaking loving it. So my question to you this week is what's your favorite, never would have played this without Game Pass game and why? Mine would have to be Kill It With Fire. I would have sworn up and down. It looked and sounded like a dime a dozen indie game, but it's shockingly addictive and really deep in terms of variety of weapons, enemies, puzzles, and locations. Uh, Emily, congratulations on getting your hands on an Xbox Series welcome to game pass universe you are in for a fucking ride what is my favorite never would have played this without game pass game i guess by default it would have to be slay the spire because i tried it i literally played one game of slay the spire on game pass and then bought it on my switch because i was like i want this portably and it is now i think a top three most played game i have on my switch you guys all know slay the spire is the unofficial official game of remember the game industries i fucking adore that game so slay the spire would be the technical answer but as far as games that i played on game pass and then continued to play on there that i wouldn't have played otherwise it's probably streets of rage 4 because i had never played a streets of rage game until then and uh, I fucking adored that game. And I only tried it because it was on Game Pass. So yeah, Game Pass is the fucking best. So yeah, congratulations and welcome to the team. Game Pass is the shit. G9 PSX wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, longtime listener, first time blower. <laughs> i like that uh the next generation is already a year old and as the owner of a ps5 from day one i have to admit that despite the games list not being what we were promised i have to say i'm still delighted that i bought one it has produced an unexpected side effect for me and that is to clear through my ps4 backlog for the past few years i've been stuck in a nostalgia loop playing my old retro favorites and not giving the ps4 its deserved attention having a ps5 with quote no games has made me play them just to justify the pre-order and what a gen it was slash is also that controller has got to be the highlight of the generation it's so good that i've stopped cracking my knuckles during loading screens which i didn't even realize i was doing until i stopped it's funny i literally was cracking my knuckles as i was reading your comment g9 and i didn't realize it uh a couple of quick things number one I concur, the PlayStation 5 controller might just be the greatest controller ever invented. It might be. I've gone on record as saying between the PS5 controller and my Xbox Series X controller, this is the best generation of controllers ever. That PS5 controller, like, you know the way LEGO accessories clip into LEGO, the little LEGO people's curved hands that's how the ps5 controller fits into your hands it clicks in and it like locks into oh my god it feels good uh and i've actually caught up on some ps4 games as well god of war dude was one i played on my ps5 and that was fucking spectacular and like i keep saying it and i will continue to say it if you don't have a ps5 they're not worth paying a reseller for yet just wait you'll get one there's not enough on it that's exclusive to it but if you do have a ps5 and you're like well there's no ps5 games what the fuck am i gonna play on this thing Catch up on some PS4 games. The PS4 has got one of the greatest libraries in the history of gaming, bar none. Final Fantasy VII remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Days Gone, Uncharted, uh, Infamous, like, and I'm sure. Uh, oh, Last of Us Part Two. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. I'm just that was literally just off the top of my head. Uh, fucking spectacular library and if you've got a ps5 if you sign up for ps plus you get instant access to the ps plus collection which gives you like 20 of the best ps4 games ever for like for free or as part of your subscription You just download them and play them so fucking right g9 i agree with you zach coiner wrote in aka Ganodark. Ganodark. I thought it was Ganadark sorry Zach it's Ganodark. Dark. Uh, Zach wrote in said growing up I've always been a PS2 kid but my best friend from middle school had recently introduced me to a whole new world a week ago he gifted me his original Xbox I tried out Halo and I was blown away I've always been hesitant to try Halo but I've been having a blast with it so far and I want to try out more games for this system I already have Fable and the Elder Scrolls 3 on my radar but I was wondering if you've played any games on this system that have really intrigued you i'm mainly looking for rpgs shooters and maybe some arcade racing titles thank you in advance sincerely zach ps really enjoy watching your comedy shows on youtube keep up the good work thanks a lot zach i have a soft spot for everybody with the name zach because that's the name of the kid that dropped the turtles into the sewer on the 87 cartoon so i'm a fan of all zacks just because of that um to answer your question i won't lie to you most of the best xbox the original xbox most of the best original xbox games are available on other platforms or on modern xbox consoles but if you're just going with the original xbox and you've already got fable and elder scrolls queued up uh star wars kOTOR you mentioned rpgs that is a must play In my opinion, I thought KOTOR was fucking spectacular when I finally got around to playing it. Uh, If you're liking Halo, you are going to fucking love Halo 2 better than Halo in every way. Play Halo 2. Uh, Apparently Ninja Gaiden on the original Xbox is great, but it's tough as nails. I haven't played it. It's one that I've been meaning to get around to um, forever. And then a couple of the original Xbox games that I loved when I had mine were uh, the X-Men. These aren't just Xbox exclusives. The X-Men Legends games, 1 and 2, were fucking rad. X-Men Legends 2 particularly, because you get to play as the brotherhood as well. Uh, Spider-Man 2, the movie, like the movie game, Spider-Man 2, is one of my favorite Xbox games ever, and uh, I'm going to shout out Max Payne, and some people fucking shit on Max Payne, but those people uh, are idiots. Max Payne is fucking awesome, so if you're looking for a shooter, it's not a first-person shooter, but Max Payne, oh dude, uh, if you're looking for a first-person shooter, don't sleep on Area 51. No one ever talks about that game, but that is a really good fucking game as well. I love Area 51. Thanks for writing in, Zach, and uh, congrats on the, uh, the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, fuck, I wish Tatum, Barnett, or whatever the fuck was here right now to tell me the acquisition of your original Xbox. A uh, couple more here before we move on. Stupid Monkey wrote in and said, who's creepier to run into in a dark alley? SAX from Metroid Fusion or Emmys from Metroid Dread? Uh, The Emmys, no question, stupid monkey. Because the SAX would be a clone of me, right? And just like it's a clone of Samus. And I could take me. I'm a pussy. I'm not scared of me. Uh, And Jameer Williams wrote in and said, Hey Adam, since you're a wrestling fan, are there any wrestlers you'd love to do an episode and talk games with? I believe you and Austin Creed or any member of the New Day or maybe fellow Canadian Kevin Owens would be great. I'd also like to know what your favorite wrestling moment growing up was. Uh, Jameer, I would fucking give my left nut to do an episode of this show with Austin Creed. I don't think we're quite big enough to pop up on his radar yet, but I would fucking love to talk to Austin Creed. And a few people have mentioned Brian Pillman Jr. Apparently, he's quite the gamer as well. Um, I, admittedly, I have not reached out, but it would be really fun to do an episode with him as well. And then as far as my favorite wrestling moment growing up, I think, you know the one that stands out in my mind the most is the either Chris Jericho's debut on Monday Night Raw or the night that Chris Jericho didn't beat Triple H for the WWF title, but he did, but he didn't. And if you know, then you know. Those are probably my favorite moments growing up. And finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. And Welsh Destroyer. Wrote in and said, Hey Adam, your friendly neighborhood Welshman here. This is kind of a two-pronged question, so I'll make them short. After listening to the last episode, when it comes to PlayStation 1 games like Resident Evil, Crash, Bandicoot, Tomb Raider, they always come to mind. But what about other game series on the console, such as Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, and Exodus, Gran Turismo, and Tekken? Do you have any plans to cover these in the future? Uh, And my second question, with the upcoming release of Halo Infinite, I've started playing all the Halo games again on my stream. Don't worry, no plug here. Just to remind me and viewers about the story leading up to Halo Infinite. What game franchise or series were you so excited for that you had to go back and play the whole series through again? Uh, Thank you for writing in Welsh. To answer your first question first, um, I've not played Oddworld, but I would like to talk Oddworld. Gran Turismo and Tekken probably better chance than not they aren't going to get an episode of remember the game anytime soon because i've never played tekken and i've been quite vocal that fighting games and i just don't speak the same language and i just tried gran turismo a lot as a kid and i just don't i'm not racing games that aren't kart racers are 1b to fighting games 1a those are the two genres that are just completely french to me so i'm sorry to all of you listening that were hoping that those would get covered maybe someday but don't hold your breath because i i I'm not shitting on them. I just, I can't hold the conversation about them because I don't know anything about them. And answer your second question, is there any franchise or series that I was so excited for a new release that I had to go back and play the whole series again? Uh, The only one I can think of actually is Halo. Over the last year and a half, I've played through all seven Halo campaigns. Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Halo Reach, and Halo ODST. I just finished Halo 5 uh, about a week ago the campaign and i played through them all to get ready for halo infinite actually um in two weeks on expansion pass we're going to be ranking the halo campaigns uh but that would be the only one i think that i could think of at least that i went through and played through the whole franchise getting ready for a new one it would that's what it would be would be halo so we're on the same page i hope you enjoy it dude i like all there's not a bad campaign in those seven some people shit on halo 5 i disagree i thought halo 5's campaign was just fine Uh, that's gonna do it for blowing in the cartridge this week thank you so much to everybody that wrote in i really appreciate it let's get into our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with our theme music for the show. Uh, the rules are simple. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, they can remake one as a modern game, and the third game is A Race from Time Forever. And as always there are no wrong answers but there is a right one and we'll get to that in just a minute and i figured since we're talking the blue bomber this week with mega man 5 i and i wanted to make play one remake one erase one as tough as mega man's actual video games are so i went with what i feel are maybe the three best mega man games ever created mega man 2 for the nes mega man 3 for the nes and Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo, and for my money, this is the hardest version of this we've ever done, and I always hope that the poll is going to be close, Uh, this one was kind of a runaway, but there was two runner-ups, with 40% of the vote, play Mega Man X, remake Mega Man 2, and erase Mega Man 3 came out on top, and like I said, this one was hard, because I really do love All three of these video games. Uh, In our Expansion Pass podcast archives. I've actually ranked the Mega Man games. I've ranked my favorite NES games. And I've ranked my favorite Super Nintendo games. And all three of these titles are near the top of all of those lists. So I don't want to erase any of them. And I know how all of you feel. Having said that. I'm not going to go with the majority this week. I can't bring myself to erase Mega Man 3. But I'll see what a few of you had to say here. And then I'll explain why I went the way I did. And listen. A few of you wrote in and said, just erase all the Mega Man games. Clearly, looking to get me to unleash Angry Adam on all of you. And I don't mean to disappoint you, but I'm not taking the bait. It's not gonna happen. I'm not mad at you. I pity all of you for your horrible lack of taste and your unsophisticated gaming palettes. That's how I feel about all of you that wrote in this city erase all of these Mega Man games. Uh, but now as to a few of you that played by the rules, Jay Hampton wrote in and said, this may be hard to understand, but I've never been a huge Mega Man fan. However, Mega Man is one of my favorite SNES games ever. So I'm gonna play Mega Man X because I think it's perfect as it is. I'll remake Mega Man 3 and make it exactly like Mega Man X, and then I'll erase Mega Man 2 because Mega Man 3 did what Mega Man 2 did, but did it so much better. I actually don't entirely disagree with anything you said there, Jay Hampton, aside from never being a Mega Man fan, because everybody should be a Mega Man fan. He's a man who is mega with a robot dog, for God's sakes. uh, Mecha Robo Hamster, that sounds like an enemy in Mega Man. Mecha Robo Hamster wrote in and said, I probably have no say in this matter because I never played any of these games. Yes, I've seen gameplay, I know of them, but I never played them myself. So here I go, blind as a bat, I'm going to play Mega Man 2 because growing up, the kid next door never let me borrow this one. I'll remake Mega Man X because I think Adam would have a heart attack if it was erased, and then I'll erase Mega Man 3 because I've never touched it and I turned out just fine. You got red on this show for two reasons, Mecha Robo Hamster. Number one, because you threw in the I've never touched it and I turned out just fine, which always just warms my heart a little bit. And number two, you're right, and I don't think... And I apologize to anybody if I missed it. But I went through the comments. I don't think anybody erased Mega Man X. Other than you fucking trolls that say you were going to race all the Mega Man games. And you're right, Mecha Robo Hamster. I would have a heart attack if somebody erased Mega Man X. That would be fucking unacceptable. Un-fucking-acceptable. Keegs and his stupid Arrow Handle wrote in and said, We already got a Mega Man X remake on PSP and it's amazing. So I'll just play Mega Man X. Remake Mega Man 2 in the style of Mega Man powered up on the PSP. Give us a fresh coat of paint on the OG levels and then do the remix stages as well. And erase Mega Man 3. It didn't do anything wrong, but the other two just... Beat it out. Try again Mega Man 3. You guys want to know something? I never played Mega Man Powered Up on the PSP, and I've always wanted to. And I'm not saying don't I fucking swear to God, nobody send me a PSP. That's not why I'm saying that. I'm just saying that, like, I don't think it's ever been re-released anywhere, has it? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like a remade version of the original Mega Man, but it looks really like childish and cartoony, but it's fucking looks awesome i'm curious how it plays though because mega man 1 2 and 3 were on the sega genesis mini in the wily wars remakes and they're like they're they look spectacular they're 16-bit version look like looking versions of mega man i think they play like shit i'm just being honest i i do not think the genesis controller is good for tight precise platforming like mega man calls for i call in a spade a spade tomicus Wrote in on Patreon and said, I shall play Mega Man X as it's perfect in every way. You're right. I shall remake Mega Man 3 as it was the Mega Man that I owned as a kid and it would be nice to have it polished up a bit. And with a heavy heart, I must erase Mega Man 2 as it does not contain the slide and this is a must have for me. Not being able to slide in Mega Man is like not being able to pogo in DuckTales. It's part of the formula. I would like to add that I'm appalled that you, Adam Blank, of all people, will put your hot dogs through an exercise where we are forced to erase our little blue bomber. You're a sick man, Adam. But I kind of like that. Keep it up. You know what, Tomakis? You're right. I am sick, and it is. I will lie to you. I posted this one because I always try to make it difficult. And I posted this one, and then when I went to make my picks for play, remake it erase I was like, I might have fucked up. I this one, this one might be too hard. I agree. Uh Darth obvious wrote in and said this is absolutely the hardest one yet because these are three classic games but I must follow the rules. Thank you very much. Play Mega Man X because that game might be the perfect video game if such a thing exists. Remake Mega Man 2. It doesn't need to change much change much, pardon me. Maybe just fix the slowdown, rebalance the metal blade and fix that stupid boss with the walls in Wily's castle. It's actually a great point, Darth. That fucking walls boss In Wily's Castle sucks ass. You're right. Uh, And then Darth continues, I would erase Mega Man 3 only based on the logic of the game can't exist if Mega Man 2 is erased because then who exactly are you fighting in the super hard stages after you've beaten the first eight Robot Masters if the Mega Man 2 Robot Masters don't exist? You're going down the fucking rabbit hole now. Uh, If you don't know, the Robot Masters from Mega Man 2 show up near the end of Mega Man 3. Spoilers, fucking game's like 35 years old. You had your time. I never even thought of that though. Remaking Mega Man 2 and just getting rid of that fucking boss with the goddamn walls isn't a terrible take. And Vomit the Soul wrote in and said, given your love for Mega Man, I'm afraid to even play this. Week, I'm okay with that vomit. I'm not even gonna put you on probation because you're just saying, "No, I'm like, I don't." I, uh, what's it called? Spoil your ballot when you go to vote. You spoiled your ballot. I can live with that. All right. Um, honestly, guys, I can live with any combination this week of play, remake, erase of Mega Man X two and three because I think they're all. 9 out of 10 are better video games but I am going to go with one of the two runner-up options as did Flabbergaster and many of you Flabbergaster wrote in and said oh this hurts but it's got to be done play Mega Man X I didn't like the direction of the X games after 3 so keeping this as is works just fine remake Mega Man 3 it's one of the longer games in the original series plus it has all the masters from number 2 in it would that still be true since it breaks my heart to erase Mega Man 2 it's my favorite Mega Man game but 3 just screams more meat on on the bone flabbergaster. I literally even wrote more meat on the bone in my notes. So you fucking swish, my friend. Swish. I personally would play Mega Man X because it is perfect. I feel like it is the best Mega Man game ever made. I would not change a single thing about Mega Man X except maybe add save files instead of passwords. But other than that, I wouldn't change anything. I love that fucking video game. Uh I would remake Mega Man 3, and this is where it gets tough, because Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 are the two best Mega Man games on the NES, Uh, I think they're both spectacular, I just think 3 is a little better than 2, there's a little more meat on the bone, as Flabbergaster said, and as I, yeah, you're right, there's a little more meat, so I would remake Mega Man 3, and I would just give it the Mega Man X style graphics, I wouldn't change anything else, I would just make it look like Mega Man X, Uh, and then I would, uh, I would erase Mega Man 2, through absolutely no fault of its own, I I hate myself for even making these three games the contenders. This was yeah. I just I like three and X a little more. I'm so sorry, Mega Man Two. I love you. I'm sorry. I I feel like Shawn Michaels ending Ric Flair's career right now. I'm sorry. I love you. And then the super kick. Uh, Thanks, everyone. I I really think that's the hardest edition of Play Rewake in a race we've done yet. I would rather do it with three Mario games. I'm positive we've done that with Mario Brothers, Mario 3, and Super Mario World. And that would be easier than doing it with Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, and Mega Man X, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've done the Mario. I can't keep track anymore. I We've done too many of these now. Anyway. Uh, that's it. What have I been playing over the last week? And then we'll get into Mega Man 5. Uh, I've been playing Back for Blood. I fucking love that game so much. So I've been playing that. I finished Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Tim, whatever you want to call it, uh, on the Nintendo Switch. It was a fucking, uh, it was a chore. But I'll talk more about that next week. Spoiler. Next week for episode 175, we're revisiting... The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which we last talked about on episode four, I think, of the podcast. So it's been 171 episodes. But that'll be next week. Uh I've also started playing Super Ghouls and Ghosts for a new edition of Adam Sucks at video games that'll be going live soon. Uh is tough as fuck, but it's awesome. Uh I love it. I love Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I can't wait to play more. I think it's fucking spectacular. Uh, and I'm hoping to fire up Resident Evil Village this week because I bought it. I bought it on sale, but I haven't had time to play. So that's what I've been playing. Let's get into Mega Man 5. That's what you guys are here for. Uh, I like to give all our nerds here a chance to share their thoughts on the game before I get rambling myself. Johnny CCDC wrote in and said, I'm so thrilled that you're finally covering this game. Mega Man 5 is hands down the Game Boy installment Hot Dogs must play. Everything is refreshing here from the new Star Droid robots, the Mega Arm Cannon, Tangle the Cat, to callback scenes, to characters, from NES Mega Man favorites, as well as Game Boy exclusive bosses. However, it's the story here that does the outing justice because the is here and the ending set this one apart from all the others, and I'm definitely excited to hear your take on it. Honestly, I would have loved to have seen a split off series inspired by Mega Man 5. Imagine robots inspired by constellations, moons, or other galaxies. Just a great game. I'm not going to lie to you, Johnny, we don't get into the ending in this one. Um,. You'll hear. You'll hear in a minute. You'll hear in a minute. But thank you for writing in. Uh, Darth Obvious said, I'm not even sure this game actually exists. I remember seeing something about it in Nintendo Power, but I never saw it in a store and I've never seen it in a used game store either. I'm sure the people supposedly selling it on eBay for 200 bucks are just ripping people off. Uh, But seriously, I have played the game on 3DS, and it's amazing what those later Mega Man games did on the Game Boy. People forget that there was still some good stuff there in the mid-90s besides horrible ports of 16-bit games. I fucking agree. That's one of the big things we talk about in this episode, is it's incredible the way they were able to make this game run on the Game Boy. We'll we'll get there. It's fucking incredible. And you can play it on the 3DS, and you should. DNA Gaming wrote in and said, Always assumed this game was like all the other Mega Man games on the Game Boy. Wasn't until years later that I found out it was its own beast, and it's a great game on top of that. The unique robot masters, even though most are modified sprites of previous bosses, are great. Your Mega Buster is different, you have Tango the Cat now, and an interesting one-off soundtrack. The only bad part is that it seems it was overlooked by most people. Interesting no? Well, the Game Boy got totally different games. Uh, Well, the Game Boy got a totally different game. The Game Gear received a port of the NES Mega Man 5 with slightly improved visuals. I did not know. I didn't even know that there were nes mega man's on the game gear i I learned something today i didn't know that and tk tonky kong wrote in and said my neighbor had this game on game boy when i was a kid and i wanted to play it every time i went over to his house he let me watch him play it once for like five minutes to see what it looked like apparently and then it was a solid no every time i asked what a dink and you know what, Tonky Kong, I read it not only because I like the handle Tonky Kong, but because, yeah, you called the spade a spade. That kid is a dink. Fuck dinks. Uh, let's get into talking Mega Man 5 for the Game Boy, you guys. I'm going to cue up some music. And when that music stops, my boy Patrick and I are going back to September of 1994 and talking about one of the best games on the Game Boy and one of the hiddenest gems on the Game Boy, Mega Man 5. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. Okay, so joining me via the blank phone this week, returning to the show. Uh somewhat I would I would almost call you our our go to, like our Game Boy expert. Cause you're kind awesome. of uh you're kind of a Game Boy junkie. And that is uh, my yeah. man Patrick. How's it going, buddy? Oh,
1: pretty good, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing I'm good. I'm actually really good because I'm excited to talk about this game. Um so you've been on the show, I think the last time you were on the show was Kirby's Dreamland a couple months ago yeah um you are you're you're just mr game boy i i know you explained it on kirby but i also know not everybody listens to every episode so before we get into Mega man 5 like just what's with you and the game boy i like i love the game boy too it just is it's such it's just odd to be like i just love this console so much do you know what i mean
1: yeah it's just i don't know it's just one of those uh you know everybody gets real nostalgic about something and the game boy is just one of those things i think it was uh it was a perfect console for the time and place that it was in my life, at time and place. And I think a lot of those games hold up. Like we've talked before, there's a lot of garbage on that system, but there's a lot of really good games that still uh, that look great and play great. And it's a huge community around modding, which is uh, like a big thing that I got into.
0: I love it. Okay. Um, it's interesting because you're right. Like There are some games on the Game Boy, and I'm looking at like the Mario Lands, Pokemon Red and Blue, link's awakening tetris like there are some game boy games that are like dude you could pick this up and play it today and it is it's fine you're like this is just as good as anything other than the fact that it's you know black and white or whatever like this is just as playable as it was back then but there are a lot of game boy games that i'm like i have no interest in ever picking that up again (laughs) because it's like as, as game boy was great back then But, you know, things have improved. People have been bugging me, or not bugging me, but people have been writing into the show for, fuck, it seems like for years now, being like, when are Game Boy games coming to the Switch? And I kind of, particularly now that the Nintendo 64 is on the Switch, I kind of want to say, like, be careful what you wish for, because 64 games on the Switch are a little not great. (laughs) They're a little, little like, I just finished uh, Ocarina of Time on it, and it was okay, but, like, the that that sixty four controller is so fucking weird, and it's hard to. It really is difficult to take that controller and put it onto like a regular normal controller. Today. Yeah,
1: that's what I was I was wondering about. Did they? Because I saw for the Sega Genesis, they have like a a controller for it that you can buy. Did they do the same thing with the N sixty four?
0: Yeah, they did, but it's like sold out uh, everywhere.
1: right right, and
0: uh and it like and i won't lie to you just straight up i'll call a spade a spade i am a cheap motherfucker so i'm like i'm not buying i hate that controller i'm like i'm not buying it but after playing ocarina of time i'm like you fuckers i'm gonna have to buy this fucking controller Mm -hmm. so game boy games won't have that problem i think a game boy game would fucking handle flawlessly on a switch because you all you need is a d-pad and b and a um
1: yeah there's already like indie games that Imitate like Game Boy aesthetics too. That played really well on the Switch.
0: Oh yeah. So I don't think they would handle poorly. I I just think that like the concern might be there's a lot. I don't mean to disrespect the Game Boy, but it's it's uh, I I feel like that library there's a lot more quantity than there is quality. The quality is great. It's when it's, it's shovelware
1: good. central for sure.
0: Absolutely. And like when a game hits, it fucking hits. But it, yeah. they don't all hit. And you got to remember. And we're gonna get into Mega Man. I'm, i have a Segway building here, everybody. So just if everyone is like, God okay. he rambles so much, I promise. Yeah. I'm laying it I, I'd already be at the Segway if I just shut the fuck up and got they, there. They've
1: already they've already gone through the three hour intro just to get to more rambling. <laughs> <into
0: this segue. laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, fuck I love this stupid show. But like <laughs> if you like the Pokemon like that's the two I'm most interested in are Pokemon Red and Blue. And I don't know yeah. if those would come to the Switch because that's not Nintendo. Like they, they might have to pay to get though. I don't know how that's gonna work
1: um i feel like they probably have a good enough relationship with game freaks though that they could they could get that license easy
0: i do too i just wonder if game freak would rather sell them like if they'd rather just be like we could put them on there for fucking 10 bucks each right i would pay 10 bucks each for those games um but so people ask for game boy and here's my segue is aside from the pokemon games tetris and a couple of the like mario land two and three I'm just going to call a spade a spade. The Game Boy game that I would want the most that would never be included in that is Mega Man 5 because people would just, this one they could resell. It's for sale right now on the 3DS. Like you can buy yeah. this game. Yeah. Um. And I, I I don't know, Patrick, I never played Mega Man 1 through 4 on the Game Boy. And so I'll ask you in a second if you did because I'm interested to know. But like this was the only Mega Man game I owned as a child. The only one. My mom and dad would never buy me Mega Man games. I don't know why. Maybe they thought there was just too many M's. They didn't want me saying M that much. I don't I don't know why they never bought me Mega Man games, but this was the one I had. And I'm just gonna sit here and say it. Like this game plays practically as well as an NES Mega Man. Practically I agree. Yeah. It yeah it's spectacular.
1: So have you yeah.
0: played the other four before we get into this one? I- I'm curious.
1: I have, yeah. This this is actually it's funny. This is the only one I I didn't own because by the time I got into buying Mega Man um, like cartridges for the Game Boy it uh, was much later. And this like I don't know if, if people know about it, but this Mega Man Five is particularly can just be rare and is very expensive to buy right now. Yeah. Um. So I, I owned one through four, and they play not great. Like they're fine, but um, I'm I'm a big fan of like the Mega Man X series, where you get the charge shot and the dashes and, and certain upgrades like that. And those first four don't have that. They play like an original Mega Man where it's just the singular shot. Um, it's very bare bones. Uh, but Mega Man 5 is is fantastic. And the reason we're talking about it is because it's it's so much better than the other ones.
0: Okay, that's okay. And that makes me feel a little better because I the only one I... And you know what fucking... It's funny you bring that up because I know that this game is not cheap to get your hands on these days and I have no fucking idea what happened to my original cartridge and it just irks me like i had this and i had earthbound and i sold earthbound and i don't regret it i know where earthbound went and i'm like i got paid that's fine but this one i owned as a kid and i'm like i could get this game on my 3ds for like four dollars and just flip it and get and buy like a fucking a goddamn dreamcast with the fucking yeah. proceeds if i wanted. <laughs> i have no idea what happened to it but yeah. It's funny, okay, I'm glad that you bring that up because I never played 1 through 4. By and large, I think when you try to, like, if you've played, like, the Game Boy Castlevanias, they're okay. But, like, they're, by and large, Game Boy um, ports of NES or Super Nintendo franchises, uh, they can be a little dicey. I love the Donkey Kong Country games, but the Donkey Kong Land games on the Game Boy, I fucking hate them because they're so hard to tell what's happening they're just, just
1: that's that's definitely a problem. If you've got a stock uh, screen on it, like we've talked about the game boy that I have, it's got um, like an upgraded um, uh, LCD screen to it where it doesn't have that, that ghosting. And um, so it's nice and crisp. So, so donkey Kong is actually a fantastic game. If you're playing on an updated uh, or a modded game boy screen, because the amount of detail in that game is, is crazy that they were able to jam that into a game boy game.
0: Okay.
1: Um, But I think maybe Mega Man 3 is the only other really good... I could be wrong about that. It's been a while since i played them, but I remember, I think, 1 and 2 not being very good, but 3 being considerably better. And then 4 is, is fine, but uh, 5 is, like, where it really shines.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I played this game so much as a kid, and we'll get into it. Like, I played this game like a motherfucker, and I'm, like, I don't... I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and I'm, like, I can't... Other than the fact that it's not in full color, like... It looks like an NES Game Boy game. It is fucking spectacular what they were able to do with the backgrounds, with the enemies, with the sprites. Yeah, the what...
1: sprites, like the character design is amazing. But what's actually cool is is this one has, um, it has the super Game Boy upgrade that you can put into it. Yes. So uh, it's got that support. So there is like a, a color palette version of the game that basically makes it like an NES or Super Nintendo version.
0: Yeah, and that was something I wanted to get into, too, Is like, I feel like the Super Game Boy has kind of been forgotten to time, like, just kind of, like, lost in the annals of gaming history, and it's really too yeah. bad because the Super Game Boy was, like, it was pretty dope. There were some games, like, if you took, like, the original Super Mario Land and you put it on your big TV and you're like, oh, so now it just kind of looks primitive but on a bigger screen like it was you know what i mean it didn't make that big a difference whereas like a game like this or i'm sure the donkey kong land games were like that too i remember playing this on my super game boy and it had like a particular border like a back like it didn't just have the stock background like side screens and it looked really good and it's yeah like i don't know why i have to assume the reason nintendo got away from it was because they were developing like the game boy color and game boy advance and they were like we don't this is kind of not like i didn't feel like there was a too much emphasis on making sure game boy games were built um, um, extra, like, they were all compatible with the Super Game Boy, but some yeah, games... Yeah, to have it was that like,
1: actual, the extra support for yes. it, where there was, like, a Super Game Boy upgrade version to
0: it. Yeah, whereas, yeah. like, this game did. And I'm so glad, like, I... It's so funny, dude, because every once in a while, people bring up this game when they talk to me about games they want to hear covered on the podcast. And it warms my heart, because I really thought this game... Like, we all know there's fucking three billion Mega Man games out there and yeah. outsiders. And I, when you, I, when I, when I say outsiders, I mean all of you people that don't play Mega Man games, uh, which is a character flaw, by the way, that's, um, <laughs> like, I know not everybody plays everything, but any of you listening that don't play the Mega Man games, you need to look in the mirror? Cause you've made a mistake somewhere along the, along the line, but, Mega Man Five on the Game Boy is one that just like everyone thinks of Mega Man Two and Three on the NES, Mega Man X, obviously, which I don't care what anyone says is the best Mega Man game ever made. I fucking love yeah. that game. Mega Man Nine and Ten. There's the Battle Network games. There's Legends. I feel like no one ever brings up the Game Boy games, and I'm like, dude, Mega Man Five stacks up amongst the be- Like it would be. You know what? I'm uh, I might I might go as far as to put this in my top five Mega Man games, like across yeah, all. Yeah, I franchises. would definitely.
1: Like, as as crazy as it might be to say, like, I, I kind of enjoy this one more than some of those early NES versions of Mega Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too. It, and, and you know what's really wild, dude? Is like, if, have you played Mega Man 7 on the Super Nintendo? Yeah. A lot, of, I love that game, but a lot of people shit on that game because they say the sprites are too big and they take up too much of the screen and stuff like that. Uh, I disagree, but okay, that's fine. But I look at Mega Man 5 on the Game Boy, and I'm like, dude, you were working with a screen that was what, like two (laughs) inches by two inches or whatever the fuck it was? And you found a way to not make anything too big to take up too much of the screen, but also make it all look good. I'm really, like, we'll get into the the nuances of the game, but just, I I cannot understate how impressive this game was. And I know this game came out like mid-90s, so this was kind of... Like, the Game Boy had been through the paces at this point. This wasn't their yeah. first rodeo. But I'm yeah. really shocked at how great of port this is from a any. Not, I know it's not an NES game, but to take an NES yeah, franchise yeah. and put not, it on the Game yeah, Boy, is incredible. Not,
1: not, being a, not being a port, but, like, a whole game built with original characters, which is awesome. Yeah. This is a game built for the Game Boy.
0: Yeah. And I, okay, so, and I wanted to get into the characters. Because, like, obviously, Mega Man's there. Dr. Wily's there. Dr. Light is there. Yeah. Rush is there fucking tango. We'll get into tango in a minute cuz I fucking hate tango, but we'll get there in a second. Um one thing so like I think a Mega Man game, a lot of the judgment in a Mega Man game goes into the Robot Masters. Like yeah. like a bad batch of Robot Masters can really hurt a Mega Man game. Mm-hmm. And I like the Robot Masters in this game, I don't love the fact and if you've never played it, you wouldn't know they're not named after they're not like Starman and Skullman and stuff like they're planets, and because they're Star Droids, yeah. they're like a different kind of, of boss. Alien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I and I I won't lie to you, like it doesn't break the game for me. But as a Mega Man, I consider myself somewhat of a Mega Man traditionalist. I don't love the idea that they're named after planets instead of just being
1: yeah, X Man and Y Man. Yeah, I like I like the idea of of it being a whole new like here comes these robots made of alien material from space to uh, to capture Mega Man and make him their slave. And and you're like, this is awesome. And then you get into the names and it's all the planet names. And you're like, well, this is not as awesome.
0: Yeah, like even if you had, like, <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid and so petty, but like the, 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 the star droids, the robot masters in this game are like Saturn and Jupiter and Mercury and Mars. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I... This this sounds so dumb. I I would have liked it better if it had been Saturn Man, and Mercury Man, and Mars. Yeah, Man. I
1: see. Just to stay on like on brand. Yes,
0: and like and maybe that sounds dumb. And you know what? The thing it's funny because say they had done that, Patrick, then. I probably would have been like, well, why would you put man on there? That sounds stupid. Just call them like or, Saturn and <laughs> right, yeah. You'd be <laughs>
1: alternate alternate version. Adam is having this exact conversation in reverse.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would have bitched no matter but what. I,
1: like, I, I understand why they wouldn't be named because they're not they're not robots that were built by Dr. Wiley, right? They're they're coming down from space to to uh, you know they're their own entities, so they have their own stupid planet names rather than being robots built. Given the name of Blank Man,
0: yeah, Blank Man would be a fucking awesome Which, robot master. He just wears a backwards hat and swears a lot. That's all. His power is just an annoying voice. Yeah, his power is just to him. drop f bombs all the time. Like that's all he does. He just throws controllers at hot you. Dogs. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, but like, okay, so I listen. I don't like. It's not a big deal. I just. It, it's it's minor. And the thing about it is like I probably shouldn't even sit here and criticize it because one of the things some people say about the Mega Man games is that it's like, well, it's the same game. And it is kind of. It's like, oh, here comes Wily. Yeah. And even when it's yeah. not Wily, it's Wily. And it's like, here's eight robots and you get their weapons and blah blah blah. Yeah. And this game yeah. kind of follows the script, but you're right. At least they wrote like they actually tried to like write a storyline where these fucking alien robots from outer space came down and Dr. Light had to create a new weapon for you to fight them and I yeah. probably shouldn't be complaining about it as much as I am because it's really right. at least they're trying. I just yeah, I don't know. I I always just mercury, venus, mars, neptune. Yeah, I, and anyway.
1: I think like uh because these Mega Man games were developed by a third party um company, they they mentioned like this one they had a hard time because like it was cool to invent eight new characters but they were given this theme of like space themed and that's pretty broad. It's like, well, what do you do? How do you yeah. make eight new space characters and an interesting story? Well, I mean, the easiest thing is make them all planets. Yeah. yeah, and I can understand that, like, because while the names might be lacking, the design of the characters are really awesome.
0: Agreed, and that's that's where I was going to go next. Is like, I I just wanted to clarify that I only have two gripes with the robot masters in this game. I'll get in my second one in a minute. But my primary, like, the name kind of bugged me, and, I like, I hated the way they were named. But, like, the, the Robot Masters in this game themselves are surprisingly dope-looking. And considering yeah. the technical limitations of the Game Boy, really, really solid batch of fucking weapons. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's
1: crazy the amount of, of uh, like, weapons. I think it's, like, nine weapons that you can get in this game.
0: Yeah, there is. And they're not all just like, oh, I shot a blade. Now I shot a bubble. Now I shot rocks. Like you have stuff like a dash where it's like, attack. like these are things that Mega Man has done in the past, but like yep. you have a dash, you have one where you just shoot like a little electrical beam right out of your arm. And it only goes like a couple of inches, but it like, you know, packs a punch. When you do it, you have like mm-hmm. a, a laser that ricochets off walls, which I think is the coolest weapon in the game. I love mm-hmm. that fucking laser. Um, you're right like it's it's rad that they came up with different weapons for everyone and you look at the design of some of these bosses and they look like like the saturn boss has like the ring of saturn like around yeah i
1: think i think he's he's awesome man and like if you look at like a colored version of him where it's like it's like a cream and brown color design he looks so cool
0: yeah and then there's like their like their their leader uh tara like the ninth robot master i mean
1: I think Terra is the worst design character of all. Really, them. I love with the gi- <laughs> he's got
0: the giant hair. I think he looks so cool. Oh man, that breaks my heart. So who's your favorite I think then, Saturn?
1: Saturn looks cool. I really like uh, like the the Uranus like bull uh, design. Yeah, um, uh, Mars is a really cool one where it's like the kind of the war cannon type thing. That one's pretty cool. I think Neptune's probably the other stupid one where it's just like, okay, it's Neptune's, of course it's a fish type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he does look uh, like a crappy looking like mermaid Venus,
1: Venus looks really cool. I really like the design of Venus. It's that like kind of capsule robot type thing.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at them right now and like, yeah, Neptune kind of sucks. Pluto's cool because yeah. he's like part cat. Like, yeah, Uranus is that giant bull. I still think, I think Terra's fucking dope. But that's – that. all right. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree because I think Terra is fucking awesome. But they are. Like, again, considering – and you got to remember too, you guys, not only are these robot masters cool looking, but they're done on Game Boy. Like, this isn't fucking the Super Nintendo. Like, these are squished little palettes of these guys, and there's a lot of detail into these fucking – the pixel art of these robot – like, really cool looking batch of masters. And I love the idea that there's a ninth robot master being Terra, who's like their leader, and when you beat yes. him, the game isn't over, but you get a ninth Robot Master weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, that is something well, that shouldn't be understated, because not every game does that. I can't think of a lot of games that do do that, actually.
1: Um, you know what? While, like, while we're talking about character designs, what I think some of the best designs are, um, that Dark Moon character that shows up in between the first four bosses, I love the design of that character. It's that giant, one-eyed uh, devil-type thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that thing is, is so well-designed, especially for the sprite in the game. It looks really awesome. But um, all of the Dr. Wily stuff, the Skull Blazer looks fantastic. That is like Death Star-type type, uh, type robot-based thing is, is really cool.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I never get bored of – like I know some people get bored of like the way Wily's – designs look how he always has a fucking giant machine with a skull with his stupid w on it yeah but i love that and you're right i think that he looks fucking awesome like like there's some badass looking fucking robots in this game i feel like there's a couple Mega Man games where at times it feels like that's been mailed in and like you're the boss you're fighting is just like Oh, here comes a bunch of bricks that fucking, you yeah, have to destroy yeah, here's, bricks. Yeah, here's the
1: thing with a drill.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't feel like they half-assed it in this game. Like, they really took the time to design a whole bunch of cool-looking robots. You You brought up something that bugs me about this game a little bit, and I hate when any Mega Man game does this. I love Mega Man 7, but it does this too. Don't give us four robots at a time. I hate that. I hate it. You have to fight four robot masters. Then you go into space and fight four more robot masters in this game. And why don't you like that? Two reasons. One, I think it just limits the number of options you have as far as what order you want to play in. Like, I love firing up a Mega Man game and being like, holy fuck, eight robots. Like, where do I want to start? I like that. You know what I mean? And the second thing is it makes it much easier to figure out who's weak against what because you've got a one in four shot like four are against four like you know what i mean like right
1: yeah yeah these four
0: guys are weak against each other and then those four guys are weak against each other and i know to some people that might make the game a little bit easier but i don't think anyone goes into a Mega Man game looking for easy like i want it to fucking you know throw the wall at me and i like having eight like that round of eight and i can go in any order i want um and so i i don't like that and this game does that and i even I, as I wonder a, if
1: that's just like a physical limitation of of the medium of being a Game Boy game. Is like we can't have all of those on screen at one time. Maybe it was. Like, I don't sure. know if that's because even like on the other uh, Game Boy versions, they only show you the four squares at once.
0: Oh, are all I didn't go through. I didn't know yeah. that. Are all the Game Boy games yeah. are like that, four at a time? As,
1: as far as I remember, I believe so. Yeah, they they do the four with like an, an intermediate boss and then a set of four afterwards.
0: Oh, okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. And and, yeah. and the thing about it is like, particularly like, I mean, we've all, we've talked, I feel like we literally have talked about this every Game Boy game we've covered on this podcast. Uh, most of the time you're willing to concede certain things in exchange for that portability. Yeah. And yeah. so I am, and uh, I, I just, I just, as a Mega Man traditionalist, I hate it. And yeah. if it turns out that the only reason they, it was like, that was because they had to because of the Game Boy, then it's like, all right, I, I'll, I'll make that trade
1: i think i mean i think there's a strong case for that because if you look at the other four mega man game boy games they do it just the grid style of like the you know the traditional where it's it's four pictures and you just pick them at least this one when you first like those first four you got the kind of the view of the planet of like i believe it's like the earth and then you've got the four robots that are there and then when you go into space it's like you can go to the different planets and uh, and and face them there, and it it kind of I think it makes it work within that small screen.
0: Yeah, it doesn't just give you the Mega Man uh, lazy eyes in the middle yeah. of the. And I can make that joke because I have the lazy yeah. eyes. But like <laughs> like the Mega Man head, and I, I I will say though, like I always liked that as a kid too. The way his eyes would track which level you were looking at. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it gives you like the map, and you actually have to pick like where you're gonna go and and stuff like that. It's really not. I just I'll be honest with everybody listening to this that is my single biggest gripe with this game that I can only fight four robot masters at a time. And if that's my biggest gripe with this game, that should give you an indication of just how good I think this game is. I think this game is fucking spectacular. Um, do you like the mega arm?
1: I, I think it's fine. Like I don't, uh, you know, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's like revolutionary or it's really, uh, you know, say it's the same old, same old, right. It's, it really feels like I'm glad that they allow you to charge up a shot and yeah. hold it and shoot it. Uh, cause that's like one of my favorite things in Mega Man. Yeah. Um, and, but the, the ability to be able to grab stuff afterwards is, uh, is, is awesome.
0: Yeah. I like, so I, I actually prefer my Mega Man's without the charge shot, but that's cause I like like Mega Man one, two, like I like right. old school Mega Man. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I'm i not anti Mega Buster. I just always liked old school tap, 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 shoot the little lemons. And if you've not Mm -hmm. played this at the very beginning of the game, they like basically Dr. Light is like your mega buster won't work on these, these new alien robot things. So I created this new weapon and mega man actually like charges up his fist and then like shoots his fist at them. And then you actually see your little fist like floating back to you. Um, And I, at like, I won't lie to you. it, It almost seems not gimmick. Maybe isn't the word I'm looking for. It seems a little bit unnecessary, like, I'm just that's, like, that's why? what I mean.
1: Like, it's, it's not one way or the other. It's not like it's an amazing, like, Oh, this is, this is great. Like, it's great that it, it gave you the charge shot, which is essentially what they're doing, but they do it in a way where you're like, well, this, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I don't really see why you had to do this.
0: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, yeah, it could, I could take or leave it. Um, maybe they were just trying to do something different. And I will say uh, that like I, it, occasionally it comes in pretty handy because you can use it to grab. I was like you say, to grab yeah.
1: Like, so the grabbing of power-ups might be, it, it could be, again, like a way to defeat limitations of the system is you can have stuff up high that you maybe don't have the room where you can actually make Mega Man jump or slide into um, with this like the size of the screen. So you can have a spot where you can jump, reach something, and grab it without actually having to physically find a way to put him over there yeah. and keep the game going.
0: Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Because, yeah, like I don't remember the Mega Arm making another appearance. I might be wrong, but I can't think of it showing up again
1: yeah i don't
0: know um and then so like i don't i don't hate the mega arm i could take or leave it uh i love that rush is back because rush is the fucking the greatest dog in the history of video games uh greatest sidekick in the history of video games and if you're wondering i actually have an episode in our archives of expansion pass ranking the greatest sidekicks ever and rush is the best because he's a good boy i love dogs um
1: didn't make that list what's that tango didn't make that list
0: tango did not tango and if you don't know so like i i love that like It's not so much, it's not quite as prevalent here in, I guess it is in North America. The big difference is that, like, Mega Man is Rock Man in Japan, and then it's Rock, and then his sister is Roll, and then there's, like, there's, you know, fucking bass and treble and whole lots of fucking, all kinds of, like, robots and stuff named after musical things in these games. There's Beat, the bird, like, all kinds of stuff. And in this game, they introduce a a cat. (sighs) I got to pick my words lightly because I know that there's probably some cat lovers listening to this show. I like animals a lot and I've had cats most of my life, but cats drive me fucking crazy and I'm allergic to them and they're mean and they scratch you up and shit like that. I have no idea why they felt the need to introduce a robot cat in this game. As I don't think Tango has made another appearance in this franchise either.
1: Has he? Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I think it just came down to um, like something I was reading about the design of it being given, like, here, here's your chance to design all new characters. And um, the the lead designer being particularly fond of cats. So being like you see it in the, um, I think it's the Pluto character is a, is a cat-like thing. And yeah. then having, uh, redesigning the sidekick character being a cat rather than a dog. Ugh. Keeping it theme with the music. Stupid aspect. cat.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life the good and the bad. The ugly. So, yeah, so you can get access to this fucking cat. Now, the thing about it, though, is, like, I will say, uh, as much as I I I could, like, take or leave this stupid cat, uh, it does come in pretty handy sometimes. Yeah. Like, when you use it. Like, when you use him, he shows up, and then he just does like a cat does. He just fucking ignores you and destroys everything. He, like, turns yeah. into this, like,
1: <laughs> ninja's, st-
0: like, a ball, <laughs> and it just, like, goes around yeah. the screen, like, attacking stuff. Um, yeah. And it actually is, like it's it's a surprisingly it doesn't do a ton of damage i don't use them very often but it's like a surprisingly not crappy robot boss yeah. or helper i guess i don't know how else to word it i tango, Psychic. yeah and i just i hate that name tango the stupid cat but anyway <laughs> um i we had to bring tango up but like i'm done if if you have any i have no depth to this stupid cat i just think tango kind of sucks but if if there's anything if you if you have something on your mind that i haven't thought of with tango and you want to sing tango's praises this is the only chance anyone's ever going to have to pump the tires of tango on this podcast so by all (laughs) means i'll shut up if you are a cat lover or something is there something about tango that i'm missing Are, are you pro tango
1: I, I don't uh, I don't particularly care for either of them. I think that's an impo- uh, an, not a popular opinion, but I don't really find Rush to be all that useful either. No,
0: he's not, but he's still Rush. I just love yeah. dogs. That's all it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, I get I that.
1: And dogs. that's always found as like, okay, cool. It's like Mega Man version of a dog.
0: Yeah. But and,
1: in the game, I find I'm like, well, he's not very useful to me
0: no the thing about rush is like there's the odd moment where they'll design a level where you need him like yeah. to bounce up to something or whatever yeah and then every yeah. once in a while rush jet comes in handy if you don't want to deal with like a difficult platforming part you can just ride rush across but i agree I like think, it's not he's not the most critical member of the team or anything yeah the
1: the best thing he does in this game is turn into a spaceship
0: yes yes The
1: little uh yeah and and having that like um that side scrolling. Like we talked about we talked about uh Super Mario Land, how they do the little uh airplane side scrolling shooting thing. I love that mechanic when they introduce that into a game and they do that in this one as well. And I think that's so fun.
0: Yeah. And it makes Rush seem more important because Rush yeah. is fucking awesome. I love that dog. <laughs> uh oh yeah, and Rush is also in Mega Man Six where he turns into like a suit of armor and stuff. But Mega Man Six kind of sucks. But anyway. Um Okay, so we covered oh dude this game has the um uh the currency the pea chips
1: yeah the pea chips
0: i love every mega man game that does that i know some people mm-hmm. think it's anti-tradition and stuff like that i'm sorry you're wrong it well you're not it is anti-tradition but i love it like you can collect you can collect chips as you play and then between levels you can spend them
1: Yeah, it's super handy to be able to purchase, like, uh, energy refills for your weapons and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I love it. And the thing about, you know what I love about the P-chips or anything like, like, I mean, I'm trying to think. I think it's Mega Man 7 has bolts. There's a few games that have bolts and stuff. Same thing where you can buy, like, you can buy some optional equipment or you can buy E-tanks or you can fill up your gear and stuff like that. You know what I love about that, Patrick, is the fact that, like, Mega Man games aren't easy. Um yeah. And this they're very difficult. They they sure are very difficult. And and P chips or bolts or fucking whatever uh can make the games a little bit more accessible to some players. Because you can if you want the game to be harder, don't use them. Don't spend them. And if you want the game to be easier, then uh you can spend you can just go basically go go in and out of levels and just grind and just pick up enough currency to buy everything you need, type thing. You know? Uh I love that. I'm trying to think of like I haven't played this game in like twenty five years, so I'm trying to look up what you can buy. I don't remember what you can buy. Um, I'm just looking. Na, 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 na. Have you like? When's the last time you played this? Have you been playing this to get ready for this? I,
1: I've I've been playing it since we talked about it uh, on the Kirby episodes. Okay. Um, however, much to how difficult it is, I find it very unforgiving and very difficult. And I don't know if that speaks to my terribleness as a mega man player <laughs> or just how difficult this game is but i'm gonna say based on my experience with every other mega man game it's it's just that they're very difficult
0: they are like and uh,
1: yeah i've been very frustrated carrying my game boy around picking up and playing mega man 5 only just to barely make it through one or two robots each time and uh and just get my ass kicked constantly yeah like it's just like this portable version of frustration that i uh, i've been dealing with in my life
0: well, and I'm trying to think, like, maybe you remember. I don't remember. Like, does this one have – this one must have passwords, doesn't it? I don't remember. I haven't. Yeah, it does. It, yeah it does. Yeah,
1: okay. it does have passwords. Because, yeah. um,
0: like I say, this is the only one I owned as a kid. And I'm. Not, it's not a flex. I'm just being honest. Like, I I used to be able to beat this game as a kid. But I used to play this game like a motherfucker because it was the only one I owned. Every Almost every chance we got to rent video games, I would rent a Mega Man game because I love the franchise. But for some reason, I just yeah. never had any of them. This was the one mm-hmm. I had. So I was like, well, I finally have one where – Mega Man is a difficult game. Any Mega Man, they're difficult games to rent and beat in a weekend, especially back in the '90s without the internet to look up the boss order and the weaknesses yeah. and stuff. A lot of it's trial and error. uh But this was one that, like, I played and played and played and played, and I was able to beat it. But you're right, this game's not. It is not fucking easy. Those P chips make it a little bit more accessible, but yeah. these games will fuck you over hard, man and i I'm, i like i mean that.
1: that's that's what you want out of, out of a game especially a game boy game like coming from one extreme to the other where you talk about buying kirby as a kid and beating that you know in half an hour
0: yeah oh, and fuck.
1: and then it's like well now i'm done with it now here's a game that like i've never beaten in my entire life and uh and like i watched uh i looked at like a playthrough of it and it's like clocks in at just under two hours but i mean it's two hours of insane amount of action like yeah. this is a is a great value for a game, especially for how good, like how tight the controls are, how well it plays, how well everything's designed. I mean, again, the music is fantastic too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is dude for a game boy game. Like we've done some episodes of game boy games here on the show. And when I go to get the music to edit into the podcast, I will lie, like some,
1: not every game, but sometimes the music <laughs> leaves
0: you wanting a little, <laughs> um,
1: what, what, what I find sometimes with game boy games, like this one really good theme song. And then it's like, four or five tracks of just the simplest repeating loops of music that are not amazing. Sure. Whereas like Mega Man, this one, it, the music is so good the whole time. Like the opening theme is great. And then as you're playing, it's just like, it's good, but it doesn't take away from the gameplay. Like you're not annoyed by the sound of it. And it's just, it keeps adding to everything.
0: Yeah. Agreed with that. And the thing about it is like, I mean, I think when you think of, I, I can't speak to everybody else, but like when I think of Mega Man games, like the two qualities that stand out about Mega Man games to me are like, one, they're usually very difficult. And two, I will die on this hill. Everyone keeps asking me to do a best video game soundtrack episode of, of Expansion Pass. And we're going to at some point. I I would, yeah, you know what? If I would have to take some time to think about it, but off the top of my head, I think that the Mega Man franchise is my favorite by and large, my favorite video game soundtracks of all time are the Mega Man games. Yeah. Like they almost always have awesome music, and yeah. it's one thing that they were able to translate the graphics and the gameplay and stuff over the game over to the Game Boy, but that they were able to capture like that Mega Man, like that music quality level of quality as well is fucking sick. Like this game is the whole package, but on the go, it really is.
1: That's right. Yeah, and that's like I think that's the biggest like takeaway from this game is is it's everything. It's it's everything that this series was doing right compacted into a small portable version that that works like it works really well.
0: Yeah. It it's one thing that I wanted to bring up too is you mentioned that like this game clocks in at a couple of hours. I've always that's another gripe, i oh, not gripe, but that's another reason I like having all eight robot masters is that if you get really good at a Mega Man game and you're like Mega Man X, I always start with Chill Penguin and I know exactly the order to go in and I can beat that game. Right. Like I know that game like the back of my hand. Um, but when you have access to eight different robot masters at a time, if you want to get more value out of it, you can pick a different place to start and work your right. way through it a different way. Do you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. when you only have four to choose from, it does somewhat limit that. Yeah. Um. Again, like I want to say like, it's listen, when we score that you're going to understand when we score this game, like it's going to get a very good fucking score. Like I love this fucking game, but I—that's another reason I like having eight masters at once—is because even once you've got the game figured out, you can still tackle it in a different order. Whereas when you can only go for four at a time, it, it, yeah. it
1: does. And, I mean, it I, again, expensive. like, what are you, what are you sacrificing? That you can have eight that you can pick at any time, but you're sitting at home playing it. Yeah. yeah. Or you can have four, and you can play it anywhere, and have just as good of an experience.
0: Sure. Yeah, and agreed. Like, it doesn't like. It doesn't take away, it's just a little different, that's all. But it's still a fuck I oh my god, this game is just This has me wanting to play it. And the thing about it, it was like I don't know if people knew this, they released the Mega Man Anniversary Collections like years ago with like Mega Man 1 through 6 or whatever, and they were going to release a, a 3DS version with the Game Boy games. Yeah. And then they never did. Yeah.
1: They tried it twice, I think. One didn't they try one on the Game Boy Advance, that one got canceled, and then they tried one for the the DS or the 3DS, and that one also got canceled?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I don't know if this is true, but I, I'm positive. I read about one franchise where they said the reason the re-release hasn't happened was because they actually lost the source code for some of the games. Mm. And I don't remember if it was the Game Boy Advance games. Or, pardon me, the Game Boy Mega Man games. But I, I want to yeah, say I it was. Because, like, I don't... Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't even know if they're all on the 3DS, like on the virtual console. I'm looking right now.
1: Um, this, this one is for sure.
0: I know Mega Man 5 is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really,
1: this is the only one you need to have.
0: Yeah, and that's like, I'm looking and it doesn't matter. That's the point I was going to make. Is that <laughs> like, you're? yeah, you're right. Like if you're going to yeah. play uh, a Game Boy or a Mega Man game on the 3DS, a Game Boy one, uh, just play Mega Man 5. And I'm telling you guys, like Patrick brought it up. I don't know what this game is selling for these days, but it is not fucking cheap. Um
1: yeah, I haven't looked for a while, but it's it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Whereas like on the I'm looking at it right now on the three DS, it is four bucks. And it's like that is a fucking ridiculous deal for a quality Mega Man game on the on yeah. especially a quality Ma- Ma- mega Man game that you can't just get your hands on anywhere. Uh four dollars is a steal. Like I would I would pay twenty bucks for this game, much less four dollars. Yeah. Um in fact,ly this podcast, like I wanted to replay it before you and I recorded this, and I just didn't have time. But like this, this conversation has made me want to re-buy this game. Like I want to play this now. I fucking I, I'm looking at a picture of Terra right now. I can't believe you think he looks stupid. He's got that giant hair. Oh, okay. He's so cool. He looks
1: so stupid. No,
0: he doesn't. You're yeah. you're stupid. No. So so uh,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, loose pricing for this game. Just um, just the cartridge. Uh, on uh, price charting is going for 200 bucks.
0: Jesus Christ. And
1: for complete, I was a completed box is almost $1500 right now.
0: No way. Yeah. 15 like I'm not judging anybody out there. I just how the fuck I I I love this game, but Patrick, I can't tell you how rich I would have to be before I could be like, "You know what? I'm going to spend $1500 oh on yeah. a game boy game in the box that i can get on my 3ds for four dollars i'm so, like jesus
1: this was a this is a game that definitely suffered from like covid retro gaming collecting prices because uh, in the summer of this year it was valued around 263 dollars
0: oh, okay. and it's
1: like if you look since 2009 it's just gone up like crazy amounts uh, it dropped recently but uh, in 2009 it was it was selling for about 35 bucks so
0: okay all right well that makes okay that makes me feel better then that's yeah. still a lot of fucking money though <laughs>
1: yeah
0: i so community. depending
1: on when you sold your collection off it may not have been uh, that much of a hit at like the time, like, but here, like listen up.
0: everyone listening to this i guarantee you everyone that grew up gaming back in like the 90s and 80s and stuff uh wishes they could go back in time and just keep their games in boxes like, it's yeah, just because, yeah, like, I don't know yeah. what you did, but, like, I used to get a new game for Christmas, rip the box open, throw the box in the trash, all the posters and everything. I just wanted to play the uh, video I game. Kept,
1: I kept posters and manuals, especially for Game Boy games. I loved manuals.
0: Yeah. So, I like, I didn't have the
1: box because I felt like Game Boy boxes didn't have much to them because they gave you the um, that, that clear shell protector with it. Um, so, I found, like, that was good enough. And, uh, but then I would keep the manuals in uh, in like a camera case that I had for my Game Boy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, we used to keep our manuals in this like little box, but I would take them with me everywhere. And they were yeah. all like ruined and ripped apart and duct taped back together <laughs> and shit like that. But I, we kept the manual. But yeah, like fuck, we threw out so many boxes. I've just found it here. A Game Boy Advance version of Mega Man Anniversary Collection was also in development and was originally due to release concurrently with the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox incarnations. The game originally announced as Mega Man Mania. That's a horrible fucking name. Uh, was to feature the five original Game Boy Mega Man games, but it had its release date pushed back several times. With the delay rumored to be caused by Capcom lapping, lacking the game's original source codes, and then they were oh, it was okay. canceled. So that's a shame. If those games have been just for lost forever, but yeah. like you said, at least it's like well, at least you lost the shitty ones, because like Mega Man <laughs> Five is fucking. This game is so playable today. I yeah I love this fucking game. Yeah. I think we covered everything, man. We covered the P chips, we covered Tango, we covered the Robot Masters being from outer space, we covered the Mega Arm, we covered the kick ass soundtrack, the Game Boy color or the super Game Boy screen. The fact that it looks good. I think I think that's just about it.
1: Um, yeah. The it, fact that you get this this level of Mega Man on a Game Boy is just fantastic.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: And, and, and it's just it's amazing, like you think about what a game like um uh, mario land is and then you go you fast forward to a game like this that's you know kind of doing the same thing a side scrolling like platforming action game yep and just the difference in quality of what how they really um harness the power of the game boy which is something that like is so amazing for that system because you i i really i can't think of like another handheld system that where games started looking, you know, they were like of a certain quality and just got better. Whereas like everything else I think is like, they, they understand the system and and companies built games to the system. Whereas this was such a new technology that, uh, things just got better and better. I mean, it also got worse in certain games, but, um, I, I, what, what companies were able to squeeze out of the hardware into some of these games is just phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I would go as far as to say, like, I just looked it up and like super Mario land released on the game boy in 1989, Mega Man 5 released on the Game Boy in 1994. So that's a five year gap. And you look at the difference. And I'm not shitting on Super Mario Land. We've covered that game. I like that that game. No, that game's great. Yeah. But you look at Super Mario Land and you look at fucking Mega Man 5, and it's like, holy shit. And like every console, you see growth from the way, from what the console could do when it launched compared to what the console could do at the end. Every console is like that. But I. I would make an argument that it's quite possible there hasn't been a console that has seen that saw a bigger improvement than the game. Yeah, Boy. that's
1: that's yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. especially in handheld consoles, like you think of of um, like the the original DS, like games kind of maintained a similar quality all throughout the life. Like the the, the PSP and the Vita and stuff, like they had a level of quality to them. Um, you could definitely see it in like home consoles, but I think the Game Boy had the greatest jump in in uh in that kind of thing for yeah. a, for a handheld console.
0: Yeah, once developers really got their their feet underneath them and figured out like what this little thing could do. Um yeah. and I and I have to imagine that part of the reason Game Boy games got so much better as the Game Boy went on is that when the Game Boy launched, I you have to think at least a lot some game developers were like, uh, we'll see if this thing is worth putting any time into that, or not. Yeah. And then as it started selling it, yeah. fucking tens and tens of millions of units, they were like, oh fuck. Okay, because you got to remember too, and I don't mean you guys know, like I always say that this show is not a history lesson, but one thing I do know is that on the NES, Nintendo used to limit developers to a certain amount of games per year that they could make, which is why some developers would launch second, third studios just to turn out more games to make more money. Um, and now that they have the Game Boy, if you're a game developer, you're like, oh, okay, well, we can make five NES games, but we can also throw a couple on the Game Boy as well. And on one hand, right. that turns into a lot of shovelware, but on the other hand, yeah, you see a I game think... like this, or, or a Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, or whatever, like one of the great late Game Boy games, and they're like, well, we're going to put some time into this because there's fucking 80 million of these things out there that we can sell these yeah. things to. You know? Yeah, they,
1: they dedicate a studio to developing games just for the system. Yeah. I, I think exactly what you said, like, in the beginning pe- companies going well, well let's see how this goes and then when it, it becomes such a popular thing they go okay well now we got a rush to get on this train and and put out as much shovelware as they could on, on certain certain games and franchises and yeah. unfortunately some like big titles suffered from that but uh thankfully like they figured it out through four mega mans that they could make a great fifth one
0: yeah man i it's so funny man i'm just looking at like a picture of the game boy right now i'm like i have not held an original, oh, I love it. Gray brick Game Boy in so long. Fuck, I love that. System.
1: It's, it's so fantastic.
0: It really is. I fucking, yeah. and we had so much garbage, but we had just like a few games that were so good. And like, mm-hmm. God, I fucking mm-hmm. love that console. Ah, oh, I wish I knew where my Mega Man 5 was. That hurts. <laughs> Basically, like, I just threw away $200. So I'm like, I don't need this. Fuck me. Right? Yeah. And a great yeah. fucking video game. But either way. Um,
1: I think about that with uh, with uh, Mario RPG. I had two copies of it as a kid, and they are both gone. And I just recently heard I was listening to another podcast where they talked about yeah, like one of the that game being very valuable now too.
0: Yeah, and it's fucking another great video game too. I fucking love that game. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think we have squeezed about everything we're going to get out of fucking Mega Man Five on the Game Boy. I. I really am tempted. To, so we're going to score it. but um, So there's been some debate around these parts about whether or not we should get away from the stupid uh, game scores where I just pick a number and randomly assign it. But it seems like by and large, people do prefer that we just stick with the stupid system. So that's what we're going to do. Having said that, though, before we put a score on this, I cannot overemphasize. If you have a 3DS laying around and you like Mega Man, spend the $4. Like this is, you're basically getting a new NES Mega Man game that you can play. Like it's really really fucking good. Um I'm going to do that. I'm going to download it tonight, I think, and play it cuz I love this fucking game. What the fuck are we going to score this thing? You know what? Uh Patrick, there's nine robot weapons in this one instead of eight. So let's score yeah. it out of 9. That'll work. Uh what would you score Mega Man 5 out of 9?
1: I think I mean, it's it's twofold. It's like the game is very difficult, which is very frustrating to me. And as a person who likes to be good at things, it makes me very upset that I'm not good at this. However, as a as a fan of the Game Boy and, and enjoying that there are great games on the Game Boy, and this being one of them, uh, I'd say it's like eight out of nine.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd probably get in there too. And that like seven and a half, eight out of nine. Like the, if somebody said like, hey, Adam, I've never played a Mega Man game before. Where should I start? I would not recommend Mega Man 5 on the Game Boy. Uh, for the record, though, if you are thinking that you're like I've never played a Mega Man game, where should I start? Either Mega Man X on the Super Nintendo or Mega Man 2 on the NES. That's where you should start. Um,
1: I, I'm I'm go. scoring it eight out of nine. Uh, eight is the all of the planets, and the one that lost a point is Terra. You motherfucker! You motherfucker. <laughs> I'll egg your fucking house! You son of a
0: bitch! Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say start here with this game, but like it's it's i skipped some if, you, if you're boy getting into game games. boy game yeah
1: if you're getting into game boy games or game boy collecting like this is absolutely a game that uh, you should try to play on that hardware
0: yeah don't skip it i would like i don't know if i i don't know if i've got enough game boy knowledge to to rank like my top 10 game boy i could rank my top 10 game boy games but i'm sure i'm missing some big ones i would think like you're you're probably more knowledgeable about this console than i am like Mega Man 5 if not a top 10 game boy it's a contender I think, for that list.
1: I, I think so, for sure. Just the quality of game, absolutely.
0: Yeah, the fact that it's the fifth one. They, it's it's funny because on the NES, I feel like four, five, and six are, well, they're great. I do feel like they, I think two and three are the definitive Mega Man games on the on the NES. Whereas on the Game Boy, having never played the first four, that, based on what you said and what I've read online, what we've been doing this, uh, it feels like five was where they really were like, we got it. This is it. We got it. Like This is as good as it's going to yeah. get. And it's really yeah. fucking good yeah um oh my god i love it buddy uh not only thank you for coming on the show to talk game boy with me but thank you for coming on the show to talk mega man with me those are oh, yeah. two things i really like uh you you stay busy these days i'll i'll shut up for a second where can people find you if they want to see what else you're up to
1: yeah so you can uh follow me on instagram at uh, burger Finger. i do all my like music production stuff there you can follow my uh, hip-hop duo discount line safari there's a dot in between each word um we're doing uh like live play video um hip-hop stuff right now so uh yeah check that out it's pretty cool
0: fuck yeah and i gotta ask you like i know i get like shout out to anyone that gets that reference discount lion safari what why why'd you guys pick that like what
1: <laughs> uh, i just i thought it was funny it was just uh it was uh going through like stuff to sample uh it, it was just a really great sample to to pull from the show and uh and I just we we're looking for names, and and I threw it out there, and uh, and Fox didn't uh, fight me on it, so I was like, well, I guess that's the group name, like.
0: Uh, Outstanding. You know, just
1: one of those stupid things, right?
0: Yeah, I can't hear those three words without just hearing like the <laughs> whole family like disco, Lion,
1: yeah, Safari. yeah. So a lot a lot of our early songs had like a drop, like I sampled that and dropped it into those songs. Ah, sick. And, uh, I loved it.
0: Ah, so good um buddy thanks for doing this patrick and uh we'll chat off air but we'll i'll get you back on the show sooner than later buddy And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Patrick, thank you so much for giving me a call and talking Mega Man V. And to every single one of you nerds right now listening to my voice. Any, all of you that are letting my letting my vocal cords penetrate your skull. I, I hate that. I'm never saying it like that again. Either way, if you're listening, thank you so much. Whether this was your first episode or your 174th episode of remember the game i appreciate the support so so fucking much you guys and hey if you like it and you want more more adam more podcasting check out our patreon patreon.com slash remember the game two bucks a month it's all it's going to cost you to get two additional podcasts a week plus instant access to over a hundred and fifty additional podcast and then we've got even more on there at other tiers let's plays live streams blah 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 blah. you'll see it all over there patreon.com remember the game is a great way to support the podcast and uh you know what i don't bring this up every week but hey have you enjoyed this Toss me a good review, would you? We've been getting a lot of good reviews lately. And I don't know where the fuck all these new downloads and all these new listeners are coming from. But I'm going to chalk them up to the good reviews from all of you. You guys are doing all the work. So if you like the show and you're not listening on Spotify, you're listening to somewhere where you can leave a good review, five stars it. it takes like three seconds. Just say, hey, show doesn't suck. That's all I need. That means more to me than you could ever imagine. So thank you so much for that. Thanks for the support. You guys are all the best. I'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass where we'll be talking about... Uh, What we would do if we were in charge of Xbox. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch. And I'll be back next week with Remember the Game number 175. Where we will revisit The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Tim. And I've got a lot to say about that fucking game. Thanks a lot, everybody. I will talk to you all again soon. Cheers. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce... All of the crap I churn out every week without all of your support. So I would like to take a moment to thank everyone that has supported us at the junior executive vice president level or higher over at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. So a huge thank you to Dave, Makeshift Mallow Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, Stupid Monkey, Michael Mathis, Joshua Shenfield, Jeffrey Mathis, Keegs and his stupid arrow handle, James Clark, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Ashley Cronenbitter, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Charlie Madero, Scott V, Andrew Wright, Gary C., Luca Resquigno, Kate Roberts, they call me Badger, Jordan, Frazier Burns, Lil Bunny Fufu 89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Tin Smasher, Wyman Brooks, Scott Brooks, Leon K, Stitch, Aaron Lawson, Matt McLean, Brian Ransom, Miles from Bringback Retro.com, Nathan Trombley, A Town, Onre SJA Flash, Tom Kite, Geek Life Radio, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Adam J, Ryan Kinshin, Mike Maloney, Christopher Russell, Very Cool Dude, Tim Real, The Giraffe, G9 PSX, Tim L, Dave. David Schnatterer, Raging Demon, Poops Loomis, Dana Wucherall, That One Kid Nick, Mad Shibs, Mercury869, Derek Jane, MFELF, Kayfabe5150, TK, Tonky Kong, Wolfgang Darren, Seriously Ron P, Sam Wright, Andy Hudson, Good A, Dane, Chris Copeland, Mandingo2021, Doogie, Matt McLean, Pizza Power, Too Loud for the Crowd, Trevor Seven Oaks, Ryan McCowan, Paul Zo, Wolf Magic21, Johnny CCDC, Joel LeBlanc, Carmichael Nicholas. Squints, Tense Sparkster, Omega 88, Nathaniel Shelley, Explode Processing, Chaudy Lottie, Dan Wagner, Candido, K Cuz, S2 von 5000, Titan 420, Jose E. Marco, Oprah's Iron Fist, Adam Ferrer, Russell Aldridge, Chris Dory, Classic Crusade, Astral Soul, Karth from Kotor, Chance McCoy, Jeff Bergeron, Ian Watts, Joe Kirby, Captain N, Owen the Game Fur Chuck, Game Nomad Misi, Daniel, Astro Alpaca, Stu Bergerick. That one fucks me up every week. Eden awaits 1981, Tunable Power, Tom Danks, John Woodruff, Inhuman sumo. Sumo, Chalupa Cabra, Just a Fish, Bagalazino, Bagalazino, Noob Q, Hunky Bake Hunky Oh my God. hunky canadian bacon 69 (laughs) that's the one i would fuck up beth strife 89 liam denzalo spicy mortician eric shavinius holmes ryan gibbon zach shepard chris Dickon, jay hampton Dylan Flora, Jackson M, Daja1K1T, Clayton Robertson, Jason Sika, Frosty Feet492, Scott A. Baker, Britt O'Neill, all the good names were taken. Hulk Hogan's brother, Chris Larkin, Austin Cook, Kyle Shreve, Matthew Salmon, Elijah Burns, Ocelot of Woe, Stephen Parnell, Adam Nasher, Aaron Price, Meat on the Bone, Dakabai VT, Tomicus, Sean Dillinger, Justin Zabraki, Frozen Interior, Ray Send Juan Tongo. Brandon, oh my god Brandon Basham Zach Koine DBXJ Ryan Shimmick Jameer Williams Jared Pierce Dude, this is the worst fucking shoutouts read I have ever done I apologize to all of you This is fucking awful oh, Steve, Steve Daup, Michael Ford Oh, that's it. That's the last one. Dude, I was so close to the... This was the worst one. We'll try again next week. Thank you all so much for the support. I really appreciate it. Talk to you all again later. Cheers. Goodbye. Oh my God, that was bad.